With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This, this, this is, 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 Fight Disciples. We are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples, UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to podcast episode 213. If this is the first time that you've ever stumbled across uh, the Fight Disciples, you can subscribe to us um, via iTunes and all our Android feeds are available on our website, fightdisciples.com. You can get us all over social media too, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also get us on YouTube as well. Now, normally you will sit listening, wherever you are, on your morning commute, evening commute, uh, maybe while you're sat on the bog wiping your ass. I don't know, right? And you'll listen to me, Adam, and you will also listen to my Scouse counterpart, Nick. However, the little uh, chav is still on his holidays, isn't he? So I thought to myself, who could we get in? One, we need to keep the Scouse quarter of the show up uh, on the show. And we also need maybe someone who's, again, not offended by the amount of uh, profanity that I throw into the programme and who could probably outdo me uh, for profanity and maybe bring a few stories from the boxing world to uh, amuse you as well. Because we wanted to keep the, the humour standards of the show up today. Last week, we uh, I wouldn't say we took it serious. It was a little bit more lighthearted from Gallagher's gym. Uh, but I thought today what we would do, uh, we would uh, we would get in a man that we've spoken about on this show on many, many occasions. You may have seen him pop up as well with Derry Matthews abusing him on Twitter uh, many times. His name is Little Foz. We've got Little Foz in the studio with us right now. And the reason why I've invited Little Foz in the studio is because the last time that Nick did this show, he threw up in a bin. The last time I saw Foz, he threw up on Nick on a train. So I just thought I'd keep the continuity of spew on the show. Is that all right? That's sound. There you go. Say hello to everybody. They, they, they don't bite. Everybody's sound. <laughs> hello, everyone. Yeah. Oh, look Lo- at you. Lovely to be here, Adam. Thanks for having me. No, listen. Now, I know that this sounds like I've uh, just uh, grabbed my mate off the street to come and do the show, but you do have boxing credentials. Now, first of all, um, you, are, uh, you have family ties with Nick Pete. So just give us a little bit of a loose um, uh, family connection. Fam- family ties. I try to. I try to forget about them. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, I would if I were you. Yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, Nick's my cousin. Right. Okay. And I've sort of just followed in his footsteps and gone we- into the journalistic world. Yeah. So you're currently working for the Liverpool Echo and Boxing Scene Online. There you go. So you are uh, the chief boxing writer for the Liverpool Echo. You're the man that goes ringside, keeping up to date with all the Scouse fighters. Correct. And, and obviously um, more worldwide as well, because I've seen you at a few AJ shows as well like that. Yeah. You know the score. Yeah. And well, you, I try to know the score. You do know the score, mate. You've uh, That's why you're here, because you've got a little bit of insight, so we can uh, maybe throw that onto the show. But I thought it'd be nice to start by, obviously, painting a little bit of a picture of the type of character that you are. 
Um, and many people will have seen maybe Derry's Instagram stories from uh, from the years where you've bought yourself a new jacket, you've gone out on the steam with the lads, and Derry's decided to cut the sleeves off the fucking jacket. <laughs> Some night that, you know. Good night, that, wasn't it? Were you on that night when he knocked about with Conor McGregor? Or did you not get invited to that No, one? I didn't get invited that night, unfortunately. See, I'm a B-lister, but... That's it. B? Z? Z, <laughs> Z all right. I'll let, you, I'll let you have that one. But mm. the night we... Um, the night I unfortunately unfortunately went home mm. with a sleeveless mm. jacket. It was it was a brilliant night. Where'd I'll tell you, you the story. Yeah, go on then. Where'd you been? So we'd been on a, a I think I'm sure it was a Sunday after Derry had boxed and yeah, yeah. The, the tradition is that he has a Sunday fun day after he after That's he boxes. It. That's it. And we all go out. So I got invited out and I met them in um I'm sure it was the Liverpool Arms on J- on James Street. Mm-hmm. Met them in there, and went to. From there, we went to the Red Door, the bar. All right, don't need your fucking life story. Get to the point. What's the, and, uh, <laughs> what's the crack and, here? And so I takes my jacket off. Orders right. orders a bevy. I didn't pay for it, by the way. Let yeah, me yeah. just get that in before one of them does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I never Cause pay for, yeah, I never tight. pay for anything. You're apparently, tight. that's it. You're so you you never get around in. No, never. Go on. I, so I goes to the toilet. Yeah. Takes my jacket off, sticks it over the chair. Yeah. Comes back. <laughs> brand new this, by the way. Brand new jacket, brand, wasn't it? Brand new, couple of weeks old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, <laughs> so they're, all, they're all sitting, and I can see a couple of sniggers and whatever, and uh, but I thought, not an it. So I went to order another bevy. Yeah, yeah. And Daddy went, no, don't be ordering more drinks, lad. We're going now. So <laughs> put your coat on. Put your coat on. Put your coat right. on, we're off. So I got so I got up off my seat, picked the jacket up, put the jacket on, right? And then I remember I was wearing a plain white shirt, which was another newie, right? So I put this I put the shirt on, put the jacket on, and thought, yeah, I look alright here. Yeah. So look, I, look the business. So I've put the jacket on, of course, after the incident. Mm. And the lads have all looked round, and to a man, each one of them has howled at me with with sleeves to the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. They've ripped your arms off. They've ripped the arms they, off a brand new jacket. What happened What happened was I, I went to the toilet, so Derry said, Derry took the jacket to the bar yeah. and said, pass a knife or a pair of scissors. <laughs> so the woman went, what? I can't give you a knife or a pair of scissors. So we took the jacket and gave the jacket to the woman. And said, do us a favour, love. Snip them sleeves there. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I've put the jacket on. And thought, right, okay, Sam, fair enough. <laughs> but, I'm oh, thinking... This, by the way, for people listening, this is typical Derry. This is what Derry's like all I'm, the time. So, after, like, I've got over the initial shock of yeah, having yeah. those sleeves, I've thought, where the fuck are the sleeves? <laughs> right? <laughs> So, I found one of them yeah. down the side of the table that we were sitting at. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, yeah. I'd been lashed out the top window. So, what did you do? Did you take the sleeves and take it back home to try and see if you can fix the jacket? Is that what you tried to do? Took the sleeves, right? I rang my ex-missus's mother on the spot yeah. and said, if I bring my jacket to you next time I see you with the sleeves, will you sew, it, sew them back on for me? <laughs> and did she? She didn't. No, she didn't sort it no, out. No, but mm. I've still got the jacket yeah. and I've still got the sleeves. You haven't had it sorted yet. So hung, 
Pride of place on the back of my bedroom door yeah. with the sleeves in the pockets. There you go. So if uh, if there's a tailor listening to the show, uh, if you could help us out at Fight Disciples, send us a little message. We just need some sleeves putting back on Fozzie's brand spanking new jacket. <laughs> Otherwise, he's wearing it as a fucking tank top. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Uh, there you go, that's him, right? That's basically what it is. He's the butt of Derry's jokes, and uh, hopefully he's not going to be the butt of my jokes throughout the course of this show. Uh, he's here to add a little bit of flavour uh, to uh, to the boxing world. And I think we'll, we'll start, mate, rather than actually talk about the shows at the weekend, because even though you're uh, always in Derry's gym and are connected to the MTK boys and what have you... I haven't been in the gym for a while, but yeah, anyway... But we can on. talk about Tyrone uh, McKenna and how big his bollocks are, but we'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, I want to start with probably the biggest story of the week. Everybody seems to be talking about AJ Wilder, right? That's where that's where the majority of people's thought processes are because everybody's been going, is this happening? Is it not happening? When's this going to go on? When's this not going to go on? And obviously this week we saw that the WBA finally ran out of patience. They chucked in, uh, listen, you've got to uh, make the Povetkin deal, the WBA mandatory, and let's get that sorted. And therefore, uh, that would obviously then push back the, the, the Wilder fight. Now, this mm. is where I'm at, Foz, right? I'm gonna, loads of people have been going around on social media blaming this side, blaming that side. It's he said, she said. Why has this fight not happened? This is where I'm at, right? Now, as we know, Eddie applied for uh, exemption from the WBA just for yeah. a couple of months. Let's put, can you just hold off for a couple of months? Don't give us any jit for two months. We're going to try and make the Wilder fight. This is mm. what we're going to do. Now, this is where I'm at. AJ wants the fight. I don't think there's a beef with him. I think he wants the fight. Let's do it, yeah? Wilder wants the fight. I ain't got a problem with Wilder. I think he wants the fight. Eddie, I think he wants the fight because he understands how much money's in there. Shelley Finkel wants the fight. I think there's enough money in there for him as well. Now, this is where the problem lies because Eddie Hearn has an understanding of the percentage split regarding the worth of each fighter coming to the coming to the party. Yeah, He believes his man's the A-side and I believe his, his man's the A-side. And I think he's got it there or thereabouts. Maybe he's taking the piss a bit, but he's there or thereabouts with the value of Anthony Joshua going into this fight. Yeah. Shelly Finkel's fucking deluded, right? <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. Because he thinks that his man is worth a lot more in this party than he is actually worth. Now, Shelly Finkel's job is obviously to get the best deal for his man. That's what his job is, right? He goes in there and he tries to get the best deal for his man. And that is why I think it's not happened this time, because purposely he's thought to himself, if we can just maybe start a narrative now, fuck about for a bit, this time next year, my boy will get a few more quid. But, go on. Is is it is it actually Shelly Finkel's job to get the best for his man? Or is it Luda Bella's job? Or is it Leon Margulis' job? He's got about 15 different managers. Steven Espinosa's been involved in all this week, and he getting involved, and he's a fucking TV director. What are you doing? Chill out, you sunshine. He's not even going on your channel. He's going on the zone. So we don't so we don't actually know who is in charge of Deontay Wilder's career. Mm. And and that that can become a problem when it comes to negotiating. Because mm. Eddie seems to have negotiated with Shirley Winkle, as he calls him. <laughs> Or Shirley Dinkle, as he's now calling them. Uh, but for all we know, it could be Ludabella, it could be Leon Margulis. We don't know. We don't know who looks after mm. Deontay Wilder. Who has the final co- say? Who's in charge? Who's going to sign the deal? That's it. The only person that we need to sign the deal really is Deontay Wilder. Mm. If Deontay Wilder signs the deal, and Anthony Joshua signs the deal, which I believe he would do like that, yeah, then what's the What's the issue? But well, there are, the, the issues have come up because on camera, on podcasts or whatever, every time you speak to Deontay Wilder, you go, 15 million flat, you fancy it? Yeah, I'm in. 
Send it, mate. So he's publicly agreeing. Even though he's not signing a deal, he's publicly agreeing. I'll do it. I'll cut. He's not the businessman, though, is he? No. $15 million is still, what, five times more than he's ever been paid previously. I think the most, his biggest purse is about $2 million, isn't it? I, th- I think I think he got th- I think he got three million dollars for the for the Ortiz fight. Right. So that's the most he's ever earned. Yeah. Now, last time out for uh, AJ, he's walking away with nearly enough twenty million quid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the thing is, regarding the sliding scale of this, all right. If you think about the amount of money that is actually in the fight, so the pot isn't going to be much greater than AJ Parker or AJ Klitschko because. It's going to happen in the UK. That's what they want. And therefore, the amount of... Pay- All right, the, the amount of pay-per-views will probably go up, but you can't fit any more people into Wembley Stadium. You can't fit any more people into... Uh, the a, principality. The li- yeah, the principality yeah. for a live gate. So that money's going to near enough stay the same. Your yeah. pay-per-views will probably go up. But AJ's used to earning 20 million quid. Yeah. So he's sliding scale. It might go up, what, to 25 million quid for him. It might go up to 30 million quid. But if you look at Wilder... Wilder's used to earning twos and three millions, right? Yeah. And we're talking about giving him fifteens to twenties. Yeah. So his sliding scale's fucking astronomical compared to where AJ's at. So so see, this is where this is where I struggle to sort of grasp it. Well, you struggle all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> right. This is where I struggle to grasp it. If if Eddie Eddie's come out and said that there's a um there's an offer on the table for Deontay Wilder mm-hmm. to box in September or October yeah. against a mutually agreed opponent yeah. or Dominic Brazil. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie will pay him $5 million. Yeah. With the pot of gold mm-hmm. at the end of the rainbow mm-hmm. being Anthony Joshua at Wembley Stadium on April the 13th. Yeah. That is, for me now, the only realistic option. For this fight to happen, because the WBA have forced the mandatory of Pavekin yeah. on Joshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think Joshua deals deals with Pavekin in as good a fashion as everyone is thinking. No, I don't. I think it's fucking, I, it's a I think fucking it's a, hard fight. It's a proper banana skin, mate. He could get chinned. I don't think he will, but he could get chinned. It's not like he's turning up just having a bit of a dance around and everybody's going home thinking, oh, that were whatever, you know. He's going to be in a bit of a fucking dogfight at a point in that fight, man. I think it's proper. It is. It's a proper fight. Especially if the lad's on the juice, you know what I mean? It is. It's a proper fight. And you've only got to look at, okay, he beat David Price, Pavekin, but... He's only ever lost to Big Vlad, hasn't he? He's only ever lost to Klitschko. Yeah, and David Price gave it a fucking good go that night. Mm. Which, but ultimately... Pavekin is where he is because of his ranking. Mm-hmm. Do I believe he should be there? Probably not. He shouldn't be in the sport, mate. He should be booted out. I agree. But what can we do? Us as fans, as broadcasters, it. as whatever, we can't, we can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. We've just got to accept it. Mm-hmm. And what we're accepting is the fact that there's a fucking good fight about to, about to happen here mm. between Joshua and Pavekin. So let's push Wilder to one side for now. Let that fight happen, and then we can talk about Wilder mm. on April the 13th at Wembley Stadium. And do you know what? Deontay Wilder and his whole team are fools if they don't take it for that date. I'd agree with that, because, what again, going back to what I said right at the start of this, greed is now kind of holding this up for me. I don't think it's greed on, uh, on Wilder's part. I don't think Wilder gives a fuck. I think he just says, listen, man, 
15 million dollars i've never been paid that let's just have it let's just go and do the fight and like you said there's a there's an in, interim fight there that he's going to get paid five million dollars so in essence it's a 20 million dollar deal for him to get in there that's 10 times more than he's ever been paid near enough uh from uh from previous bouts all right he's got to fight twice for it but who gives a fuck it's life-changing money let's go let's go and have a piece of that pie whereas shirley finkel he's thinking to himself <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. My boy's coming to the party here. They want that green and gold belt. He's the dance partner. The thing is, is 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 Wilder, maybe he is, because he is brash, he is American, he's got the chat. Maybe he is the final piece of the jigsaw. Or is it the belt that's the final piece of the jigsaw? Well, it's clearly the belt that's the final piece of the jigsaw for me. Mm. Because Joshua's got the other four, if you're including the IBL, I'm which not. I know you'll kick off. I'm about. not. It's fucking Matalan. Carry on. Okay, sound. So... Joshua's got the other belts. Yeah. Right? Wilder's got that WBC belt. Yeah. Before the Klitschko fight and before the Parker fight, there was a hashtag going. Hashtag road to undisputed. Yeah. Not road to Deontay Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, for me, why it's the WBC belt that they're targeting and not Deontay Wilder. If... Fucking Dominic Brazil could have that WBC belt for all they care. Yeah. And they'd have to box him again for it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who's got it. King Kong Ortiz could fucking have it. Doesn't matter. He he wants that he wants that WBC title and he wants to be known as the undisputed world heavyweight champion. Mm. It's a possibility. However, there's a nine month window now for it to happen. Do you think it will happen? Do I personally yeah, think it will happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I do. Whether, you reckon it's Wembley, April thirteenth? You reckon? I reckon happen? Wembley, April the thirteenth. Okay. But mm-hmm. that is the that's the latest point that it can happen. After that, for me, Joshua's dreams of becoming the undisputed world heavyweight champion turn to dust. Why? Because of um, politics in the sport, with yeah. managers being called left, right, and centre. I mean, we're already seeing. There's a there's noise for maybe Dillian and Joseph Parker's W for a WBO mandatory. I think Eddie's trying to make noises for that. You've obviously got Kubrick, Pulev, and Jurel Miller fucking yeah. about with the IBF. So there'll yeah. be there'll be another one. You know what the IBF are like? They're like going right uh, next. You know what yeah. I mean? They're straight in there, aren't they? They don't fuck about. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of stumbling blocks over the next twelve to eighteen months in order to get an undisputed champion. There will be, and that's that. Don't forget, there's Manuel Char knocking about with that plastic WBA belt. That, he's, he's having yeah. a bit of fun, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Do you know what? Just moving away from Joshua, just for a second. Hang on, this is my fucking show. I point it in what direction we want to go in. Go All on. Right. What do you want to say? No, I just want to say I'd like to see Tyson Fury. Mm. Get in with Manuel Char, maybe not on August the eighteenth, hmm. but at some point early in twenty nineteen hmm. or de- or even December this year. Yeah, to sort of get back into that mix properly, hmm. and then we'll see where the land lies for a potential fight between AJ and Fiori, because everyone's clamouring for it. Are you still clamouring for it? I mean, I, after... I'm not personally. No, but I'm not. The fans are. Yeah, I can understand why they would want it. I think after. After his comeback, I'm kind of like, I've just put Tyson Fury to one side now. Yeah. I've just gone, right, Tyson, you get on with what you need to get on to. You're yeah. not in this conversation. Yeah. Until you do something to put yourself into the conversation, then, yeah. then, then I'll respect that. But just leave you, leave you to the side right now. Yeah. For me, it's all about AJ Wilder. Well, it is. But whether it happens or not is down, is down to, it's not down to the fighters because the fighters are fighters and they'll fight anyone. Yeah. But 
It's down to managers, promoters, TV companies, fucking all, all, all that shit. That's what it's down to. And Eddie Hearn has got to work his bollocks off over the next six, nine, twelve months to sort it out. Mm. Politics, mate. That's where that's where we're at at this moment in time. So expect uh, AJ uh, Povetkin to be announced this week. I know that they've already started the VADA testing. It's definitely happening. Um, we're just waiting for a confirmation of date. We think it's going to be the Principality, either the 22nd or the 29th of September. Wembley it'll be. Eddie's confirmed it'll be Wembley. In September? Yeah. Fucking hell, sunshine. You're taking a risk. We are weather. I know we're having a burst there at this moment in time, but September normally pisses down. You know what I'm saying? Weather's unbelievable at the moment, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not fucking September, is it? <laughs> clown. What are you expecting? An Indian summer? This is going to continue all the way to Christmas? Why am I the clown? I'm, I'm not negotiating with Wembley Stadium, Eddie Hearnes. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. Take a brolly to Wembley then in September. Personally, Eddie, if you're listening to the show, and I know you do every now and again, you dip in just to make sure I'm not slagging you off. Go and get a roof on it, lad. Let's, let's go and do it. At, <laughs> let's go and do it at the Principality. Um, World Boxing Super Series. Um, we've praised it for what it has brought us regarding fights. I've slagged it for what it has brought us regarding uh, organisation, it seems. Um, I'm going to go, first of all, to the Super Lightweights, right? That's where we're going to go first. Okay. Um, what are you smiling for? No. Right, super lightweights, yeah? Because they've announced that now as the second uh, weight division yeah. for uh, season two, which right. gets underway in September. Uh, we know about the bantamweights. We know that Burnett's in there, Inouye's in there, Rodriguez is in there, and we also know that Tete's in there. We're waiting for a couple more, but I think that's enough. Let's just go straight to the semi-finals of the bantamweights. Yeah. I'm fucking get gagging for it. Can't get enough. <laughs> and now they've uh, announced the, uh, the super lights. Um, now... They announced uh, Kirill Relic, the WBA champion. He's in. Regular champion. Yeah, good lad. Well done. You're on the, you're on the fucking script. Uh, he's in, but give him a tick. Um, and they've announced uh, Yiji and uh, Brancic, who are the IBF's number two and number three. There is no uh, champion mm. at this moment in time. Yep. Um, so they'll be in there. They will fight each other in the quarterfinal. For, for the, the vacant belt. For yeah. the vacant belt. Uh, and they've also announced... Uh, delightfully over the weekend uh, that Josh Taylor even though Barry McGuigan was adamant that he would not be going into this tournament it turns out that money talks boys they've thrown a few quid at the Titan Tornado get him in there rightfully so delighted now this is what I know right I'm going to tell you who's going to go into this fucking tournament this is what's happening in the Super Lights like I said Relic's in there is uh, mandatory uh, is Trojanovsky. Do you remember Trojanovsky? he's the kid yeah. that got absolutely bingoed we in a second didn't he off uh, <laughs> Uh, off Julius Ndongo. That's him. Off uh, Ndongo, who then came to Scotland, did a job on uh, our boy Ricky Burns. Burns, and then he got his ass handed to him by Terence Crawford. Correct. Right? So yeah. there you go. Troyanovsky, though, is no mug. Even though he got bingoed, he is no mug. That Ndongo... He can fucking whack. He can. And that Ndongo, was a fight with him, was a massive upset in my world. Uh, so Troyanovsky, I think he'll get thrown in there, right? As I've said, Yijit and Brancic will be uh, fighting each other in the quarterfinals, which is a little bit weird, because we're used to seeing the seeds... Where you stand on the stage, I'll have that one. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're in the schoolyard. Won't happen like that for these super lights. Relic will fight Trojanovsky. Yeah. Yijit will fight uh, Baranchi. As I've said, Josh Taylor's in there, right? Mm. Mm. Now, the hot rumour is uh, Regis Pagres is going to be in there, who's the WBC interim champion, not the full champion. That's uh, Jose Ramirez. Uh, oh, man, get lost here now. And then you've got uh, young Martin, who is the uh, American kid, Ryan Martin. Yeah, Ryan Martin. Chuck him in the mix, who is highly ranked with the WBO, which then leads to me. Go and get the jizz of <laughs> Morris Hooker. Get him in there. What do you reckon, man? It's it's shaping up. 
to be unbelievable. That's that's, cracking, super, isn't it? that's super light, isn't it? Yeah. It's um, I mean, we've had the super middles. Well, we haven't fi- finished the tournament, but we've we've had the super middles. Yeah. We've had the cruiserweights. Yeah. We've got the bantamweights. Yeah. We needed that little bit in the middle to complete the pie. What, what, why are you talking in a high pitched voice now? And I think <laughs> to complete the pie. <laughs> Do you know why? Going to complete the pie. Do you know why? Go on. Because I'm getting excited. And Josh Taylor yeah. is going to win the whole fucking thing. All right, Kevin Keegan. Go on. I love it. <laughs> I'd love it if he won it. Do you know something? I agree with you. But this is what I'm going to say. Do not sleep on Regis Progress. Because this is where I'm at. The winner of that fight. And that will be the quarterfinal, mate. It'll be a quarterfinal. WBC interim champion against that WBC silver the belt that they make up. But Josh Taylor's highly ranked and he's the man, right? Taylor Progress. Quarterfinal winner will win the tournament. No question about that. And I think after watching him against Postol, which I've watched three times now, yeah. back and forth, tremendous. Because I was just so astounded by the judging, just to make sure that I didn't get it right, wrong, it was, or right it, the first it, time. It was so bad, that judging, by the way. It was fucking terrible, wasn't it? I've watched it now, and the best I can score it is 116-112. That's the best I can score it. Yeah, I, four I, rounds. I had it 115-13 watching it live. Yeah, I, I've rescored it. And it was level for me up until the knockdown. Yeah. Knockdown's a 10-8. The, the, knockdown, the knockdown won it for Josh Taylor well, in my Well, the knockdown's eyes. a 10-8, and then I think he texts the next two. Yeah. So you think to yourself, all right, that's four. Yeah. So you give him four rounds. There you go, Sam, yeah. at the very most. You can't have eight rounds. What? Who the fuck's watching that? <laughs> anyway. Um, so Taylor, if he beats Progress, and I think he will, but it'll be fucking hard, mate. That's a proper ding-dong, that, isn't it? He's just come off Postal, and he's got to go and fight Progress in September or October. <laughs> fucking mentalist, let me tell you. But I'd fancy him. He's getting a few quid for it. Oh, he'll be getting weighed in. He'll be getting weighed in, yeah. Um, and if he wins it, he'll come out. Check this out. If he wins the whole tournament, he'll come out as WBA regular. But IBF, the IBF yeah. belt will be in there. I actually kind of think, and WBO, if they get Maurice Hooker, I kind of think to myself, well, if you've managed to get Taylor, go and get Ramirez. Yeah. Go and get the full WBC champ to be in there. You know Is the Jizz man definitely going, isn't he? Uh, no, he's not definitely going in it. My, my, I, what I said on the uh, Fight Disciples Twitter last week, it, these are definites, right, that haven't been announced yet. Relic Trojanovsky, Yejit Branchikov, obviously. Uh, Progress and Martin, they're definites. Yeah. The, the social medias, their managers, everything's saying, we're going in. We're going to go and have a crack. I spoke to Luda Bella about three or four weeks ago, mm-hmm. and Luda Bella told me that Progress was going in. Yeah, right. So there you go. So those six nailed we now know taylor's nailed because he's been announced yeah so you're waiting for one more and my opinion would be we'll go and get a champ yeah maurice hook has just become champ wbo champ get him in there yeah that's what i'm up for yeah you, you up for that definitely right then sam that's fucking magnificent the super lightweights uh we'll be finding out more information on them throughout the course of the week in fact as you're listening to this podcast because it's not time specific uh you could be uh already more in the know than we are as we are talking right at this moment in time we'll continue on this because we're anticipating a date this week for Callum Smith, George Groves. Now, if you listened to the show last week, you'll know that Callum's not been given a date as of yet, but we're expecting it this week. Right? September the 1st, September the 8th. Put them in your diary. Right? Just stop. Don't shake your head at me, Foz. You can jump up in a minute, right? You, you can have your say in a minute. September 1st, September 8th, right? Now, I told you, Callum told you, Joe told you on last week's show, either London or Manchester. That's what we told you got some bad news because we are now hearing murmurings that the world boxing super series super middleweight final 
will be taken out of the UK. You can join in now if you want. Right, okay. What I I was going to say is it can't be September the 8th because Amir Khan's going in Birmingham on that date. And? And, you know, Kala and Eddie have got a good relationship and they won't want to clash. That's my personal view on it. Okay. But, um, yeah, outside the UK, I'm a little bit disheartened about that. Massively disheartened. Massively disheartened. Because if you you think about it, you've got... uh, a massive opportunity to either cement a star or say hello to a brand spanking new one. You know what I mean? And you do that in front of the hometown fans, surely. You either do it in London or you do it up up north at the Manchester Arena, the largest arena. I think the um I think the logist the to- don't get me wrong, the tournament's been fantastic. Yeah it has. For boxing. But unbelievable. Why is that? Why is that? Is that because of Purely just because of the fights, because let's be honest, we can call it spare spare. The fights have been the, the organisation's been, been a bit, but bit the, of hit and miss. The logistics of it have been fucking shocking. Yeah, from TV deals, everything, the, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. You know how does the World Boxing Super Series season one, yeah, not have a concrete US TV deal? Tell me that. Well, that is one thing, but there's part, we know that there's politics in this sport where, therefore, there's lots of guys in America that run these fighters that all have their own individual TV deals, and if they're not getting weighed in and it's not on all their own terms, then, therefore, they won't be forthcoming in order to sort that out. Now they do, season two, have a US TV deal, even though it's on a streaming service called The Zone. There you go. Right, okay. So, we're... Plus, we're, there wasn't that... How many Americans were in it? There weren't any Americans in it, were there? Were there any in the Cruiserweights? There were one American in the Cruiserweights, weren't there? One, I think. Right. So there weren't any Americans in it to... To sort of bring bring yeah, it in. to bring that American TV deal. Yeah. The, but we had his, obviously, billion-dollar deal and his relationship with Calla. Mm. Job done for uh, for America next year. But I still think that the Super Series organisers, yeah. Chief Boxing Officer Cali, um, Camosa, yeah. I think they're doing... The not just the fighters of this service at super middle yeah. by send by sending them yeah. outside of the UK. Yeah, I nearly slipped up there by sending them outside of the UK. But I think the um, I think they're doing the fans a major disservice. Of course they are, man. Of course they are. They've they've fucked the um the timescales up big time because if we're looking at a September date, which is what they've already said. Yeah. If we're looking at a September date... Bear in mind, this all should have been wrapped up. It's only because George was injured. Yeah. And, and they rightfully moved it back. Yeah, they did. They, they did. needed George in the final. They Go did. On. And they, to be fair to them, mm-hmm. and I will be fair to them, they listened to us. Yeah, of course they did. But, you know, they've left themselves with eight weeks, nine weeks, mm-hmm. before the the supposed final date. Yeah. What what sort of promo is that? For a, for a well, world I... super middleweight... Title. Well wait, well, wait a minute. The You're undi- going to tell me about the cruiserweight. Yeah, title, yeah. Aren't you? Undisputed cruiser. We're, to- we're talking world super middleweight, right? Mm. There's only the WBA belt on the line. The undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world. All four belts are in the mix, right? For yeah. Usyk Gassiev. Yeah. They're all in there. Yeah. They only announced it this week. It's happening in July 21st. Yeah. It's happening in less than four weeks, mate. But to be fair, what? Although it was only announced. Yeah, we've this week we've we've, we've known for we've known for yeah, but that's a all, month, right. two months. We've known, right? And the fighters have known that's yeah. sound. But what about the casual fan in Moscow or wherever Correct. they are? Correct. What about them dudes? 
Correct. Is the posters up in Moscow? I know they've got a bit of a World Cup going on at this moment in time. That's where the problem. That's where the problem lies for me. Mm. It's only. It, don't forget, it's only. It'll only take place six days after the World Cup final. Yeah. No. The World Cup finals in the Luzhniki, if I'm not mistaken, and the uh, Super Series cruiserweight final mm-hmm. is at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. So, I'm I'm not sure on the geographical bits behind it, but. Moscow will be fucking rocking. The only <laughs> the only problem is Moscow will be fucking rocking. <laughs> the only pro the only problem this is This show is available with subtitles. If you press the red button now, you can understand what this fucking idiot's saying. Go on, carry on. The only problem is they've they've done themselves a disservice by leaving it so late to announce it, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just hope And the that... second disservice for the super middleweights would be taken out of the UK when both lads in the final are UK fighters. Yeah. Take it to their home country. It's it's, it's fucking daft. I understand Usyk and Gassiev go into neutral well, it's not even neutral territory, is it? They're going to Moscow, they're going yeah. to Juan Giza's home home bin. I mean yeah. Usyk's for every single um leg of his uh super World Boxing series, series away, from, away home. from home. Yeah. I get, yeah, but in somebody else's backyard. Yeah. He's never been to the Ukraine for it, has he? No. Oh so, well, it was supposed to be the Middle East. This is where it was supposed to be that final. I just, I just think to myself, if they've got contractual obligations with the Middle East, because let's be honest, some big money in Jeddah. Isn't you've, there? Just, you've just stolen me thunder there. I was just going to say to you, isn't that, isn't it part of the the Super Series contract mm. that they do something in the Middle in East. the Middle East? Is that right? Well. All I'll say is that I'm part of the commentary team for the World Boxing Super Series final. I'll be getting me factor 50. I'll be having a little bit of a rub down. We're off to Jenna. Come on, lads. There'll only be me in the stadium as an Englishman. There'll be nobody there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's bad. Listen. Even though it sounds gr- glamorous, it sounds tremendous. Oh, fucking hell, we're in Jeddah for the World Boxing Super Series final between Callum Smith and, and George Groves. It's terrible. The fan, the fans miss out. They want it. The George Groves fans, the Callum Smith fans. This is a huge, huge, huge fight. It's massive. And they took it to the Middle East. It'll be on at some fucking crazy time on TV for people to enjoy. Do you know what it is? It's scandalous. That's what it is. Can I just say, um, do you remember when we kicked off uh, last time about the actual final date. Start mm. the campaign now. Start it now. Just be if you're listening to this on the day of release of this podcast. Start the campaign now. Just tag the World Boxing Super Series in everything that you can do, just to make sure that the super middleweight final happens on UK soil. Use the hashtag SM in the UK. I thought you were going to come up with something clever then. No, no. Super ha- middles in the UK. What about hashtag stop being a shithouse? <laughs> Why can't we go with that? Because that's not re- that's not really going to wash with the Super, super Series, right. is it? SM in the UK. SM in the a- UK. SM. You want some SM in the UK? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that what you want? No. Whips and chains? No. Go on, lad. I want yeah. the super middleweight final of yeah. the World Boxing Super Series to happen in the UK. That's it. However likely it is, I don't care. I want it to happen yeah. in the UK. There you go. And Green, if it, Green Bank Sports Centre. Get it in. If it doesn't, there's a problem. With who? What are you going to do? You no, gonna not, do with, not with me. <laughs> Fucking hell, no. I'll tell you something. Next time we're down at a, 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 an event, Callas getting it. No, listen. You're going to steam up and give him one around the back of the head. What I are you going to do? I just think it's bang out of order for fans more than anything. It's the fans thing. Yeah, of course it is. I'm going to be able to Mate, money talks. support their fighters. Money talks. The th- their, do you know what their argument will be? Their argument will be this, right? This is the Champions League of Boxing. 
Liverpool, your team, right, just played in the Champions League final, didn't they? In against, fucking Kiev. Against Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah? The the final ve- ve- venue, the final date, that was, that's already in place. You're going to Kiev for the final, lads. You, yeah. you get to the final, you go to Kiev. Yeah. So what are you saying? Because should it have been closer? Should it have been in France? Should it have been halfway between Real Madrid and uh, and Liverpool? No, I just think... What about when uh, United played Chelsea and they sent them to fucking Moscow? Should they have rearranged it and sent them to Wembley? No, they shouldn't. But this, is, this isn't... This isn't the Champions League. It's the Champions this League is, of Boxing. It's fucking not. It is. It's, it's just boxing. No, it's the Champions League of Boxing. That's no. how they bill it. Yeah, that's how they bill it. Right. Doesn't mean that's what it is. Champions League of Boxing, mate. It's what, not. What off to Jeddah? Pack your suitcase, lad. Pack my suitcase. Be, be lucky. Be lucky if I get hundred degrees out there. You'll frazzle. <laughs> you. You'll frazzle. Woo! <laughs> can you imagine what scouts is out there? Bloody hell, lad! You're gonna need. You're gonna need some tanning lotion out there. It's hot. <laughs> There'll be a fair few bottles of Factor 50 flying around. Do they drink in Jeddah? You're not allowed to. I'm sure you're not allowed oh, to drink. Oh, mate. That's not an holiday, that, is it? It's not. That's not an holiday. Get in at the auto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, regarding the World Boxing Super Series, obviously for next season as well, by the way, uh, Emmanuel Rodriguez's IBF mandatory challenger, Jason Maloney, Australian kid, he will be entering uh, the tournament. But I know that we talked about bantamweights there, obviously being excited about uh, Rodriguez and uh, uh, Tete and Burnett and Inoue. Uh, but they're not just going straight to semi-finals. They've got quarterfinals as well. And Jason Maloney's going in there and he'll fight Rodriguez. I'm a little bit... Listen, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with it. I just think it just... Do you know when they go to the, the gala? Mm. This one's happening in Moscow, by the way, on July the 20th. It's the day before mm. the final. So that when they go to the gala... And they stand on the stage and they pick a fighter like they're in the schoolyard. Yeah. Yeah. To, to face. When the seeded lads go up there and go, I'll have that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. Whereas with this season, because it seems that there's a little bit of politics knocking about. It's pulled a little bit of the spectacle from it. Just a touch. Just a touch. Don't get me wrong. They're all great knocks. And at some point we're going to see some wonderful fights. Yeah. But I just kind of like watching that gala and everybody going... All right, yeah, I'll have a do with him. I'll have yeah. a, I'll have a straightener. Yeah. I'll have a little straightener with him. <laughs> Sadly, we're not going to see it this time though, because of all, all the mandatories. We might see it every now and again if there's four or five lads that can pick. But with mandatories being involved in uh, in this competition, it's going to be quite difficult. I think it's a good idea though to to sort of nail your mandatory in the competition because that sort of frees you up mm. for after the competition. If if you get what I'm saying, look at you, eh? Thinking. That's why you're on here. Bit of brains. Get the mandatory out of the way, and then you can win the tournament and get straight into. Uh, and then you can go and fucking do what you like for a year. That's it. Go and get a proper bish bash bosh. Yeah. Um, let's talk fights from the weekend then, shall we? Right. Okay. Mm. Where are we starting? We're talking. By the way. Yeah. Right. On. Yeah. What a set of bollocks, Tyrone, the mighty Kelt McKenna's got. On that fight, then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right with the first shot. Yeah. I'm all right with a second shot. <laughs> the third shot. The third, is, the third is like, Jack, stop hitting him! <laughs> what are you doing? He's on the floor, man! I think Jack went all MMA on him, didn't he? He, was he, thinking did. to, he went all fucking Conor McGregor. He did. He was lucky to not get disqualified, you know, doing that. Mm. It was... Um, he was lucky to just have the one point deducted for me. Mm. But that's by the by. It was a, it was a great fight. And... Like I said, okay, Jack's now 
Well, he he was already number four with the WBO, so so we'll have to wait and see what it what happens with their next rankings. But Jack Catherall O'Hara Davis, August the eighteenth. Do you want to see that? Do I want to see it? Yeah, possibly. Do the fans want to see it? Definitely. Do you reckon? Will it happen? Jack, if pub if public demand is big enough, then yeah, it will. Do you reckon? I think both fighters are having as well, just to shut one another up. You see, everybody knows who listens to this show where I'm at with Jack. He was my prospect of 2017. You're fucking little brother. Yeah, he's my little brother, yeah. Um, but everybody knows where I'm at with him. Um, watching that fight at the weekend, mm. even though I thought he was good, mm. I was a little bit... Why is he not finishing this fight? It was like he didn't want to... It, it, the kid, do you know when fighters are just nasty bastards when someone's hurt? It was all a bit too friendly for me. The build-up, there's a lot of respect, a lot of shaking hands, no, listen, everything was cool. And listen, I'm all right with that. I get it but in the build-up. Yeah, but when Pe- you get there and you have a kid injured, he was hurt. He was hurt bad. Tyrone was hurt. Take him out. Take him out. Don't just piddle-paddle and have a little bit of a laugh with him and then hurt him again and then have another little bit of a piddle-paddle and then go on. It was like he, he was doing it in fits and starts. There was a moment there where he could have ended that fight in spectacular fashion. And he, in my opinion, chose not to do it. And that then sends an alarm bell to my into my head to think, when you're at the elite level, you can't afford to do that, mate. Because guy, anybody better, no disrespect to Tyrone McKenna, anybody better than Tyrone McKenna gets themselves back into that fight. I agree. I, d- I do agree wholeheartedly with everything that you've just said. But I think... Tyrell McKenna's grit and determination got him back into that fight mm. as much as Jack Catterall sort of taking it easy, taking taking a couple of rounds off here and there. Mm. I think I was talking I was talking with somebody just after the fight on um, on Saturday night, and they I said there was um, Jack Catterall had that little bit of a killer instinct. He had it against Nathan Bruff. Yeah. He had it against Thomas Stoker when he knocked him out, Sparko, in eight rounds at the Liverpool Olympia. Yeah. But since he's left Lee Beard, that spark's gone. Do you think? I think he's looking a better fighter with, he, with Jamie. He's more rounded. Yeah. He's definitely more rounded. Yeah. And he's probably hitting harder. Mm. But that killer instinct is gone for me. Because, like you said, if that killer instinct was still there, mm. he'd, he'd have, have, he'd have had Tyrone out in three, yeah. Yeah, no question about that. And that's the only criticism I've got because I thought he was brilliant. And I thought, like you just said, right at the start of this, <laughs> get some eyes for Tyrone's bollocks, man, <laughs> because they are fucking massive, aren't they? <laughs> he took a pasting in, those, in that early round. Obviously, that dirty shot when he was on the deck, that was fucking naughty, weren't it? He was out. Walking around thinking, where the fucking hell am I? <laughs> Bell went, he had a sit down, he goes, right, get me back out, I'm ready to go. He was brilliant. It made me laugh, right? I think it was the end of the sixth or the end of the seventh. Mm. Danny Vaughan, he but, had a little word in Tyrone's ear. He said, how are you feeling? He went, fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, I've been defending shots from my face, but yeah, sound <laughs> as fuck. Get me out there, man. No, great. Um, you may be right there with Jack Catterall and O'Hara Davis. That could be a nice little knot to see before the end of the year. Get them on. Do you think we could get them on in August? Possibly. Might be a little bit too early, so we tried November, December. I think uh, I read somewhere on social media over the weekend 
that Frank is planning a BT pay-per-view show. Yeah, he is before the end of the year. Towards the back end of the year, so... It's got to be massive. Could it... Can't be Tyson. Can't be Tyson against a knockover. No, you can't You can't have Tyson in a pay-per-view fight at this point. No. It. Well, I who's think... he got then? Billy Joe and James DeGale? Possibly. Mm. Possibly. But... From from what from what I was told again over the weekend, it's not happening. That's not happening. Mm. It's um, he wants to do a massive show on September the fifteenth of the O two, Frank. Yeah, I know. But who does he who does he put on that show? Who's he got? Frampton's tied up. That's his that's his pay per view star. Frampton's tied up. So you've got Jack. He's got Billy Joe. Billy O'Hara. Jo- Billy if you put, Joe. If you put Billy Joe in a massive fight. Where, it might be pay per view. Where's the massive fight coming from for Billy Joe? Everyone's Canelo gets popped listen, again. Listen, Canelo gets popped again because he's a dirty cheat, and then uh, we get Golovkin over here September fifteenth. He's trained for September fifteenth anyway, isn't he? Do we think it's not going to happen? By the way, people, before you start tweeting me, I know that that's not going to fucking happen. All right, I'm just being silly. Go on, carry on. Do we think that the public are going to turn up and sit ringside to watch Billy Joe against X? After all the bullshit he's put Martin Murray through, I don't. If it's James DeGale, they will. If it's James DeGale and it's Billy Joe, people will turn up for it. As it stands, it's not James DeGale. So Billy Joe mm. against anybody other than James DeGale that is of a level below himself, mm. where, where'd you stand on it? No, I've lost interest. Like I spoke to Martin Murray at the weekend and we just had a little bit of a chinwag back and forth. I said, where, where's, where's he at with it? He said, listen, I'm up for it, but the dates don't work because, like he said, I'm 35 years of age now. Just been in a long one way, uh, young lad. I've been punched in the bollocks about 25 <laughs> times. I need a little bit of a chill and he wants to enjoy a little bit of family time. It isn't over. He will come back and he will fight before the end of the year, but September might be pushing it because if it is September 15th, he's probably got to go back into camp next week. Yeah. He don't want to do that. He's just had a fight. He wants to go and enjoy himself for a little bit of, yeah. uh, a bit of time. However, if it's Billy Joe and it's a world title... Martin will push it. Martin will do it. There's no question about it that he'll do it. But he'll need insurances to go, right, you're definitely getting paid. This is it. That's the money that you're definitely going to get. And if the fight goes ahead, you'll get an extra bit of this. That's mm. what you should need. Correct. I'd I'd be up for the Billy Joe Saunders Martin money because there's real needle there. They don't like each other now. They don't like... They liked each other? Yeah. They don't now because Billy Joe is a shithouse. Yeah. <laughs> What you what you want me to what you want me to do? Do you yeah, want me to sit yeah, here, yeah, 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 yeah. and say, "Oh, Billy Joe's a fantastic WBO world champion"? No, he's not. He's just shit on a man, not once but twice. Mm. And let's be honest: since he became champion, what what sort of reign has he had? He hasn't had a reign. He hasn't done anything. He's beaten Lemieux. That's it. And Arthur fucking Akavov. In two and a half years, that's all he's done. He didn't fight for one of those years. Mm. He's can't, and, and people know what I feel about him. People know that I thought that once he beat Andy Lee, he was going to go on to reign the middleweight division. And I just thought, what a waste of talent. You've got so much talent. Get on with it, man. I'm sure you sat in this exact studio mm. about six or nine months ago. Yeah, December. So when, he, when he beat Lemieux. And said, Billy Joe Saunders is the best middleweight yep. on this planet. Yeah, I agree. Well, of course I agree, because I said it. <laughs> right? But he's not proving it. Where, where, where is he? He's not doing. I know. This is why I'm getting even more mad about it because I come out with those outlandish statements, and then he goes right. He goes hiding, and you're thinking, Billy, I think you can take the crown. Just go out there and prove that you can take the crown. 
but we're not going to find out anyway. Anyway, how do we get off on that topic? There we go. We got onto Billy Joe Saunders and uh, uh, James DeGale. Yeah. Um, from uh, moving from what? Um, Jack Catterall and O'Hara Davis. I've no idea how we, how, we, how we managed to get to that particular point. Because we were talking about Frank's big up pay-per-view yeah, it's not. card. No. He hasn't got a pay-per-view star other than Frampton, and Frampton's fighting in August. He ain't fighting in September as well. What you, yeah, what you make about what you make of the... Uh, while well, we're on the subject of Frank Warren, by the way, what you make of the fact that, for, as of yesterday, mm. Frank Warren no longer has a TV deal with Box Nation? Yeah, no, it's weird, that, isn't it? That is weird. He signed all his deal, uh, everything over, exclusively to BT Sport. Yeah. So therefore, MTK are going to be supplying, I think, 12, is it? Is he, are they doing 12? 12, show, 12 shows, shows start, on Box Nation? starting in August. Mm. Mm. Weird, that, isn't it? It's very weird. But, and I know that there are plenty of people that have cancelled their Box Nation well, subscriptions. You, yeah, but if you buy BT Sport, you get Box Nation anyway. Yeah. It's part but, of the package. No, I know, but there are people that, have watched the BT shows through Box Nation because they don't want to pay an extra 12 nickel a month yeah, yeah. for BT. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that that option's now gone. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all it's all about money. Of course it is, listen, mate. Listen, mis- money talks shot, and bullshit walks. It's a business. It's a business. We're not here to fucking play, are we? People are here to get rich. That's what it's all about, man. Well, we're sat here now in a, not a carrot. Mm-hmm. While every while everyone else while Frank Frank Warren and BT are like you know rubbing their hands together thinking yeah brilliant we've got a load of, a load more subscribers now because everyone will have cancelled Box Nation yeah which quite frankly Frank doesn't really worry about anymore because mm. his his deal's up mm. his deal's finished mm. so now why would why would he worry he'd want he wants to now drive everything towards BT and I, I can't see any other avenue for him unless he goes to unless they start streaming it online that's where it's going mate streaming is where it's going people are streaming anyway aren't they so if we yeah. can do it in a way where it becomes legal for people to stream that's where that's where uh, your consumption of sport is going now uh, just a quick wrap up from uh, from Ireland at the weekend Conlon did what Conlon was supposed to do I'm not sold 100% on Michael Conlon we talked you about this off air didn't we yeah you love him don't you but I'm like whatevs I'm like, all right, I, I, I get it. Are you, are I'm, with, I'm in. I like him. He's a top guy. Are you not? Are you not sitting there telling telling the missus and the kids to disappear so you can have a wank no. at this moment? No, no that's not, I'm not into it. I, well, I'm not, when I say I'm not into it, I'm not blown away with it yet. He's not done something that I go fuck. I like him. Yeah. I like everything about him. I like the way that he walks. I like the way that he talks. Mm. But he gets in there and it's okay. It's okay. Mm. That's it. Just okay. Mm. It's right. not as good as John O'Carroll's beard. That's all oh, I'm going to say. Oh, wow. That, that, is a, that is beautiful, isn't it? What a man John O'Carroll is. is that it? Did you see the picture Yeah. from Saturday? Which one? When he just knocked out Declan Geraghty. Yeah. Right? He didn't even get a shower and went and sat down in his shorts to watch Michael Conlon. What a guy. Isn't he? What a guy. Lots of backstage as well with uh, Declan as well, having a few yeah. videos and all that type of stuff. But that beard, fucking... John, I know you listen to the show and I know you follow us on social media. That beard is fucking gold, mate. What are you doing there? You're rubbing salt in the skin? What are you doing, son? How, how are you getting that mane like that? That is... It's just beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? I wish I could grow a facial hair like that. That is fucking serious. <laughs> what are you laughing at? 
you're not jealous of John O'Carroll's beard? I am a little bit. I'm I'm a, I'm, do you know something? It deserves its own Twitter account. <laughs> it's that good. John O'Carroll's beard deserves its own Twitter account. It's probably out there. Someone's already probably got it, haven't they? Um, listen, before we wrap up the show, I know that we've just been talking about Box Nation, but there was a fight that uh, Box Nation had on last night, I think it was. Uh, but I watched this on YouTube on uh, Sunday morning on the train. I was on my way back from London. I thought, let's have a little bit of a look at this because everybody on my timeline was talking about it. I flicked it on and I was just, my mouth hit the floor. And <laughs> I, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? This, it's like bare knuckle, no holds barred, fucking let's not defend a shot type fighting. <laughs> it was crazy, mate, between uh, Sosedo and Zapovinia. It was absolutely outrageous. It only lasts... I'm not going to give away the ending, right? It lasts seven rounds. Round four, it was like both corners went, don't block any shots. <laughs> don't block any shots. Just Unless stand, it took your face. Yeah, stand in the middle and just see if, how hard you can hit him on the chin and then let him do it to you and then <laughs> do it back and then you do it. It was three minute. It it was actually uncomfortable to watch because I was like, stop, stop, him, <laughs> stop him hitting you. Oh, stop it! It was honestly, weren't it? I watched. Well, I watched. I managed to get one minute and nineteen seconds. Yeah. In it, it came up. It came up on my Twitter timeline. Mm. So I thought, let's have a little look at this, like you. So I've looked, and I got one minute and nineteen seconds before I thought, no, I can't do anymore, and turned it off. Win it. It's too right? much. So it was brutal. So I went back a little bit later, but. I managed to find the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. So I watched the whole fight. What a fight. What a round. It's the fight of the year. The pair of them have got bollocks bigger than Tyrone McKenna's. Well, I think Zappavinia has come off the, off the back of that fight and he's decided to retire. Because if you look at He's just said, fuck it. If you look at his face, he can't see out of either eye. Honestly, it looks like... Do you remember that Will Smith film, Hitch, when he has that allergic reaction and his face blows up? No, don't watch films. You don't... You don't watch films. <laughs> no. Just in general, you don't watch films. In general, films. don't watch films. Fucking hell. Well, anyway, Will Smith, right? He takes his magic potion and he has an allergic reaction and his face just balloons up to the right. size of a fucking bowling ball. That's basically Zappavinia's face, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Absolutely ridiculous, mate. It's a wonderful, wonderful... It's honestly... It's fight of the year. Just give it them now. Just fucking send them the trophy. There's no chance that anybody's going to do that. No, you're what right. What they did. You're right. And round of the year as well, where round four was just... How they came out for round five and carried on, I was like, what is going on here? These guys need tested. They've been on the that Canelo meet, haven't they? They've been enjoying themselves. Woof. Anyway, there you go. Uh, thank you very much uh, for uh, playing with us today, Elliot. No problem. It's been a pleasure. It's, been, it's a bit of a weird time of year, really, isn't it, for boxing? I mean, there's not that much going on. There's, there's, little... a, there's always bits, isn't there? But it's never like... Yeah. You're never stuck for... You're never stuck for things to tweet about, but you're you're always stuck for proper content. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I've just waffled for fifty three minutes with you, mate. <laughs> that's how that's how the show's gone down today. Fifty four, actually. Just ticks over. All right, just in case people are watching the clock. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. If um, you want to get involved uh, with Fight Disciples this week on social media, you're more than welcome to do so. At Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. You can subscribe. Wait a minute, you can speak in a minute, right? This is the bit where I'm selling the fucking show. Go on. I know, but Google Podcasts now exists and Fight Disciples is on it. So, you know when you, you, know when you say 
you can go to our website for the Android feeds. Yeah. You can now download an app on your Android phone. Yeah. Call Google Podcast and search for Fight Disciples and it's on your phone. You don't have to go online for it. Look at you, eh? You know shit about my product that I didn't even know. That's amazing. Thanks, mate. No problem. There you go. You can also get it on iTunes as well, Fight Disciples. Just put a little bit of a search in there. Um, just a quick one, because you probably, if you are a subscriber, you will be used to receiving two shows today, one for boxing, one for UFC. Now, there's a massive UFC card coming up this weekend, um, which involves, obviously, Stipe Miocic and uh, Daniel Cormier. And I thought to myself, well, we want to do that show justice. So Laughing Boy's back off his holidays on Wednesday. We are going to record the show Wednesday. You will have it in your feed on Thursday. I know that's two days later, but I wanted to give you a legit UFC show. Full of fun, full of frolics. All right? So that's what's going to happen. You're going to get the Radio City Talk Show on Wednesday. You'll get the UFC show on Thursday. And obviously, you've got this one now just to tide you over uh, until the weekend. All right? We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.